Welcome again to our podcast today. You know, we are quickly approaching a Thanksgiving week. Uh, here we are a couple of weeks out, but oh, how wonderful the Thanksgiving season is and uh, all the holiday seasons. I love Thanksgiving, Christmas. It's just my favorite time of the year. All the way from October, you know, kind of kind of when the weather starts changing and then it gets into, you know, late September, October, November, December, how wonderful it is headed toward a new year. But uh, this this season is just great and wonderful. Don't forget, be thankful, okay? Be thankful and uh, remember uh, that we are memorizing Psalms 92 verse 1 in our Sunday circles. Uh, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Oh, and we're even singing it on Sunday mornings. Come and join us and sing with us, okay? It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. I know. It doesn't come across like that. I promise it'll be better. At least if you're singing, it'll sound better uh, with me. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. And it's a good thing to sing praises uh, to his name. So let's just do that today at some point. Thank him and sing a little praise to him. Well, today we're going to talk about something that uh, that um, just perspective-wise, okay? We're just going to add a little building block of perspective in our life and, and just want to make sure that we're all thinking like God thinks and that we see things from his vantage point, that we, are, uh, that, that we have a biblical worldview and that we can take the scripture and rightly divide it and apply it to life. Life. And today we may use several different uh, uh, Bible stories or Bible characters uh, and some situations, maybe even some current situations that are ongoing in the news to look at life and uh, hopefully try to discern a few things, but also understand a greater word that God has for us. Okay, And uh, we're going to be going to John chapter 10 to do that in just a moment. And But let me, uh, let me ask you, are, are, are you watching the news lately? You know, I, I don't get to see a lot of news. I don't have cable, uh, uh, but uh, I don't, you know, get the uh, get the name brand news uh, stations or the national news. I, I do get some local channels, I, and and occasionally I do get to watch uh, news when I'm at home. But seldom do I have the time to just sit down and do that. And so I have to pick up uh, here and there on purpose and go and read something. You know, uh, just trying to catch up on world events and and what situations are happening, just so that I can be prayerfully conscious of what's going on in the world, but um, some of you may be familiar with the things that are ongoing uh, uh, in in Turkey and Syria, Iraq, and uh, you know, uh, in in those border areas there in in southeastern Turkey and along the Syrian Iraqi border of of just all the uh, you know the the horrendous displacement of family after family and uh, people group after people group and it's such a horrible thing that's ongoing there. In fact, it's called caused a real migration of people uh, from uh, Syria specifically, a lot of Syrians and Iraqis through Turkey hoping to cross all the way across Turkey and then, uh, you know, across the Aegean Sea and into Greece where they can, 
you know, have their foot in Europe because once they get into the European Union, once they get into a European Union country, they uh, have been receiving some promises of being taken care of. You know, that's a treacherous journey. And oh, how difficult it is for people to be uprooted and displaced and have to go long distances in order to feel safe. It's just, it's very difficult. Please continue praying for these people, uh, um, many of them Christians and uh, many of them Muslims and uh, just many of them, uh, you know, just afraid and displaced. Pray for them. Pray for the grace of God on their life and on their journey and for protection. Because, uh, you know, I, I, I was recently in Turkey and was able to see there at, at, at the border, well, real close, just just perhaps, uh, you know, just a handful of miles, maybe, uh, you know, uh, five to, 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 to 12 miles off of the border with Greece and Turkey in extremely northwestern Turkey, just uh, that little border area was so guarded and so protected and and you know uh, uh, they're they're uh, you know trying to slow down or at least manage uh, the immigration and the big migration they're trying to manage it in such a way that it doesn't cause greater problems or greater damage uh, and and you know greater um, um, exposure to hurt, pain, hardship, and uh, death even. You know, just because people are running from one thing doesn't necessarily mean that they can just close their eyes and run in, in darkness. You know, you could run into something worse. There is a principle that says no matter how bad something is, you know, believe me, you can make it worse. And uh, you can imagine uh, feeling the need to leave your home country if you could put yourself in that situation to where you feel threatened or perhaps uh, some are leaving just because promise of a better life in Europe. In fact, I've heard some reports that uh, that people who aren't even being persecuted uh, uh, at that present time are leaving not to escape potential persecution, but rather for the promise of economic uh, advantage. Uh, and so many people hearing many different things are just, just you know, a huge uh, exodus across Turkey and then uh, attempting to get into Europe. And, and while they're attempting to get into Europe, they're, they're uh, stopping at places along the Turkish border like uh, Asos, A-S-O-S. It's, 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 it's one of the uh, um, towns on the Aegean Sea there and uh, one of the communities and one of the port cities and, and some other little port cities along the way there. And, uh, and they're trying to get from there across about the five miles across or so, trying to get across to Greece and uh, um, island of Lesbos is one of the uh, prime targets simply because it is close in proximity, just about five or six miles across the Aegean Sea there. And what they are doing is they are they are lining up, you know, uh, to get into little boats, little boats that are so dangerous, little rubber rafts. And they're overloading them so, so much so that, you know, many of them just do not make it across. And uh, most of the time in the reports that I've read and seen, uh, the people have some life vest. Not every time do they have life preservers or, or preservers, uh, life preservers that are even able to preserve their life. And uh, a lot of people are losing their life. A lot of people are drowning. You know, uh, the boats are capsizing, just overfilled. And, you know, uh, what is it that makes someone take a situation that is difficult, a situation that is hard, and move themselves into more dangerous territory? And that's kind of what we're talking about today. Kind of a little bigger picture here. Uh, not not to, uh, to, to 
you know, bring any judgment or criticism uh, to what's going on there because people in desperate situations do desperate things. But I want you to realize that even though we see that on a magnified scale, yet in, 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 in smaller ways, perhaps even in our lives, maybe we aren't at times, maybe you aren't facing uh, the danger of death but maybe just the danger of disappointment. Maybe you are facing the dangers of depression. Maybe you are facing a less life-threatening danger. You know, someone's not coming after you with a machine gun. Someone's not coming after you with, with bombs or with, uh, you know, with, with some knife to cut your head off. Maybe it's something uh, that we could put on a scale of a lesser danger. But yet, if you're not watchful, sometimes you can take your situation uh, and and make it worse, turn it into a more dangerous situation. You know, I, I heard where a little boy recently there uh, uh, was rescued, you know, a boated capsized, and, and this precious little boy was, uh, you know, thrown into the sea because of the capsizing of the boat crossing uh, that that bit of water. And uh, ultimately, he was revived, and, and praise God that he was. Thank, oh, oh, oh my goodness. And thankful, how thankful we should be, and to the rescuers who 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 uh, gave uh, you know their time and and went out themselves and you know and and uh, put themselves in danger. How 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 oh, I just don't have enough praise and enough thanks to rightly describe that. But also, I don't uh, have either enough strong words to say to the next people who want to get on those boats. Don't, don't my goodness. Yes. You left a difficult situation. Yes. Yes. You were running from danger and potential death, or perhaps you're, you're running to something that you want, but there is a, uh, you know, there is a reasonable amount of consideration we need to give before we put our, our family our precious cargoes into life-threatening situations, even if what is in our past is hard, is difficult. Yet we need to be responsible to not make it worse. And believe me, the principle that we've been talking about, that I've been preaching now for 30 years, believe me, if it is bad, believe me, you can make it worse. How horrible it would have been for that family to have left Syria hoping to, you know, be able to provide better for their family in Greece or in Norway or, and only to arrive there without their family, only to lose what they were hoping to protect and end up with no net gain at all. You know, sometimes if we're not watchful, we can move ourselves from a bad situation to a worse situation. You know, there, uh, there's great rejoicing over someone who's saved uh, whenever they're in a life-threatening situation. But there also should be some restraint prior to getting ourselves in the need of rescue. Um, I don't know how to rightly say that because I know there's more rejoicing in heaven over, over one person who needed to change or needed to repent or needed to be saved than there is over the 99 who didn't need to be. And I can understand. I'm very happy for the, for the, uh, for the rescue of this little boy, but I'm not real happy that his parents might put him in that same situation next week. 
the next boat, that they might choose to get on that next boat again, knowing the dangers and moving themselves into a place to where they are in need of rescue. You see, Jesus told us in John the 10th chapter that the thief, he comes for one reason only. He comes to steal, he comes to kill, and he comes to destroy. We need to be very conscious that there is a thief out and he's out for one reason, to kill, to steal, to destroy. He's out trying to make things worse. He's out even taking bad things and trying to make them worse. He's out trying to make you think that, that just because something is bad, then you must move yourself into a greater danger zone or into a greater deficit or into a greater drama. Just because it's bad does not mean that, that you can throw caution to the wind and just jump out into the waters of life without respect to the dangers of those waters that you are consciously moving yourself into. Maybe there's nothing you can do about the fact that someone's chasing you, uh, but maybe there is something you can do um, about moving yourself into a greater danger zone. For example, oh, you know, I, I, I don't want to pick on anyone because that's not, you know, we, we have compassion on everyone and everyone has great need. And, uh, but maybe, uh, maybe you have, uh, uh, you know, been unable to pay your bills. Perhaps you have, have, uh, you know, uh, lost your job. You know, that's tor uh, terrible. It's, it's, it's horrible. Torrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, it's terrible. It's horrible to have lost a job. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to be able to provide for my family. Oh, no. What am I going to do? I need to provide for my family. Oh, I know. I think I'll start stealing. Oh, I know. I think I'll rob a bank. Oh, I know. I think I'll start selling drugs. Oh, I know. I think I'll become a prostitute. Oh, I know. I you know. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Just because things are bad doesn't mean that you can throw caution to the wind and take things into your own hands. Yes, things get bad, and sometimes we cause the bad, and sometimes it's caused to us. Sometimes bad things just happened and we're a part of something bad that happens to a lot of people. Maybe a plant closes down. Okay, a lot of people are, you know, fall into uh, difficult situations, but you need to realize that thief is still right there. He's wanting to take a bad situation and make it worse. You know, you go robbing a bank, you go stealing, you go uh, deciding that, uh, you know, you're going to start selling drugs. You know, that, that's what you need to do. No, 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 it isn't. Because the hope of your family is to, you know, keep you around, not to have you carted off to jail. What good does that do? Do you know how many people who are in need allow that need to push them into danger? Unnecessary danger. Unreasonable danger. Don't do that. Don't take a bad thing and make it worse. You know, uh, I have a lot of personal experience. You have personal experience in this area. You know, uh, every, everyone does. But, you know, my, my heart goes out for the young lady who has gotten pregnant out of wedlock. You know, gosh, that's horrible. That's horrific. In many senses, it's... And for many reasons, it can be very devastating. That's understandable. 
But then to feel as though that the only choice you have or the best thing you can do is to get rid of that life, to have an abortion. You know, uh, you're, you're taking a very difficult and a very um, hard situation that you're in and making it worse. Moving yourself into danger and it's not making it better. And, and for all of the ladies who have gone through that moment and who uh, had abortions, my heart goes out to you. Uh, I'm not, you know, uh, this is not aimed at you. It's, it, it's not aimed at the little boy, you know, who, who, who was rescued. Thank God he was rescued. Thank God you're okay. Thank God that, 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 uh, that, you know, you're on this side of that moment now, you know, uh, you know, it, 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 should not have happened. It should not have happened with a little boy. But once he fell in the water, once you went through that moment, there's nothing but compassion, nothing but a healing hand, nothing but rescue, nothing but help reaching out. No condemnation, no criticism, no rejection. But there's also instruction. You know, let's not do that again. Okay, let's not make that our habit. You know, if you're in jail for selling drugs, if you, if you did that and you have a record, you can't vote anymore, okay, okay, let me remove the past from the future for just a moment. Allow me to do what, what God does, removes your past from your future. He forgives us of the things that we didn't do right yesterday and instructs us so that we can get things right tomorrow. There is a thief out there, and his only desire is to steal, kill, and destroy. Okay, But Jesus said in the last part of verse 10 in John chapter 10, I am come, Jesus said, that they might have life. You, the, the thief, the devil has come to kill you, to steal from you, to destroy your life. That's what he's trying to do. Don't work with him. Jesus came to give you life, and he said, that they might have life more abundantly. Do you know Jesus wants you to have an abundant life? Do you know what an abundant life is? An abundant life is a life in no need of a miracle. Many times, if we're not watchful, we can put ourselves in situations to where we have to have a miracle to survive, to where if God doesn't move, we're not going to make it or to where we live on the edge of life. Do you know the person that is selling drugs, uh, you know, gets arrested for drugs, you know, uh, can end up in need of a miracle. The person who drinks and drives is in need of a miracle, and I'll pray for that miracle for them. I will pray, oh God, help them not to hurt themselves, not to hurt someone else. But when I get them out of that car, and you know, I, I was a policeman for six years, I stopped people on the road who were, you know, who, yes, they lost their job. Uh, yes, they, they, uh, their husband had just left them. Uh, you know, uh, their wife, uh, you know, um, uh, was running around on them. Uh, you know, their kids made a B instead of an A on the report card. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Oh, they got a promotion. You know, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be bad things. And they move themselves because of some emotional moment into a situation where 
they were a danger to themselves and to others around them. Uh, I can't tell you the number of times I've stopped someone and the reason that they were drinking and driving is because of some difficult moment they had in life. Well, they only thought they had a difficult moment in life because they ended up, you know, in the backseat of my car with handcuffs on and, and headed to jail and going to get a DUI on their record. And, and if it's the second or the third one, it's worse. And, you know, on potentially losing their job, losing, you know, all, you know why? Because something bad happened to them and they didn't pay attention to the future. You know, uh, let me encourage you. The devil wants to make things worse. He wants to take a bad thing and make it worse. Jesus will meet you in your bad moment. He'll help you. He'll help you make a right choice. So today, <laughs> this is my word for you, my encouragement for all of us. Let's not let bad moments move us into worse situations. Let's not take a temporary situation and create a permanent problem. Let's not uh, take something that's bad and make it worse. Let's give Jesus not only our good days, but let's give him every bad day that we have and let's separate our past from our future. And if you have been doing things that you should not have done, or if you did something, but it worked out, you made it through, you got rescued, you're okay, and I'm okay, you know, well, okay, still, there's no reason to do it again, okay? Don't let life push you into the dangerous places you don't have to go. Jesus came to give you life and give you life more abundantly. He can find a right way, a good way, a safe way to grant you what you need to bless you and to help you. He can help you through that pregnancy. He can help you. You know, and in 20 years, you can have that little, uh, that, 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 that fear that you hold right now will be full of joy. Let me encourage you, okay? do the right thing, even when you've been done wrong. I love you. God bless you. Okay? Uh, this is a good word, not a bad word. Jesus came to give us life. It's a hopeful word, not a hurtful word, okay? God bless you. Now, Lord, I just pray, sir, Lord, that every person who has gone through tragedy, Lord, God, that you would help them, Lord, to, to put it in its place, Lord, to yield it to you, Lord, and God, to get over it, Father, to get through it, Lord, with grace, with comfort, Lord, with, with help, Lord, God. Help everyone in need, almighty God, I pray. Everyone, Lord, in desperate need today, help them, Lord, deliver them, God. Sometimes, Lord, they must run, Lord, to, to just uh, save lives, Lord, but God, uh, when they get, to, uh, Lord, uh, to, the, to the moment of having to make a decision, Lord. I just pray they won't make a decision, Lord, that's going to potentially make things worse or cause them to lose everything, Lord. God, help us, Father, uh, Lord, to understand that we are called to live in a life where we don't put ourselves in need of miracles, in need of, 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 of such desperate help and rescue all the time. Like the, like the prodigal son, Lord, uh, thank, uh, thank you, God, that he turned, Lord, and he came home. But Lord, how much more thankful that the older brother never went out there into that, Lord. Lord, that's, uh, oh, Lord, thankful, God. I know, Lord, God, uh, thank, uh, so thankful, Lord, the little boy was rescued. But Lord, I also thank you so much for the parents on that shore that never put their family in that type of desperate danger. Lord, help them as well, Lord, and give them the abundant life as well, Lord. And take them, Lord, to their greatest day. We ask 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. God will make a way for you. I love you. I'll see you back here again next week, okay? Uh, Thanksgiving week. God bless you.